<laughs> I kind of wish we were recording um, like the last couple of minutes. Some really good stuff. Uh, lucky number seven. 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 <laughs> uh, both of our minds went directly to Monica and friends. But um, yeah, we took the week off. This should be number eight. But um, I got married two Saturdays ago. Done. So I was kind of busy with the married life last week. You had some other stuff going on. So we were just like, you know what? Let's put it on pause for a week and we'll come back uh, fresh this week. So, you know, obviously going to be talking about married life. That's going to be a big topic of discussion today. Um, and then we're going to get into friendships and relationships um, and then whatever else, you know, Madison decides to throw in here. <laughs> I am the wild card, aren't I? Yeah, you are. Yep. So our very own little Jordan <laughs> got married. So uh, now he is a husband. That's awesome. That's so, weird. It's so, so weird. I asked you earlier today. How is married life? Has anything changed? Share your adventures with us. How was the wedding? We want to hear every juicy detail. Everyone's been asking the question, how has life changed? You want to you want to hear how? Le- Not yeah, at that's all. what I asked. Not, <laughs> Not no. Nope. Nothing has changed. Um, I thought maybe it would feel a little bit different coming home on Sunday a couple of weeks ago, but I was like, this feels the same. Um, but we've been living together for almost four years now. We've been together for six, so it's just like we were married essentially the last couple of years. I mean, I drug her out to Iowa. She was the only thing I had out there, so it's just like, yeah, nothing's really changed. Um, I mean, it, yeah, I'm just trying, I'd like, I don't know, it It really, yeah, just, I guess the difference is, is learning to say my wife and not my fiance. Oh, yeah, is that, how does that feel to say your wife that you or like it's kind of weird is it like, like a good I never weird yeah it's a good oh for sure it's a good weird but it's like holy shit i have a wife yeah it's weird did you ever think that you'd get here i mean i did i didn't think i it, i would take this exact path to get here mm-hmm. it's been kind of bumpy but um yeah i mean the wedding was great um everybody enjoyed it um uh what was it where was i going with that Oh, yeah. So my first program director in radio um, officiated the ceremony. He is a licensed officiant, and um, it was a really good ceremony. Like, all of my family members were bragging about it, uh, like her family was too. So we were very pleased with that. He was able to add in, like, a little bit of personal touch in there because – That's always really important. Yeah, because he was was my mentor, and he still is. So it was – for me, it was, like, so awesome to have him there and, like – have him propel me into that next step of my life because he helped propel me where I am into life now with my career. Oh, it's so, kind of symbolic. Yeah, it was very symbolic. Very like, And my brother was saying this on the way because um, him and my friend Evan, who's from Grand Rapids, my oldest friend, we had drove from the hotel to the venue, and my brother even said it in the car, it's weird how life is very circular. Uh-huh. It always seems to circle back. Um so, yeah, it was a great time. The reception went really well. Everybody had fun. Um, no fights. I mean, nothing. It, it went off without a hitch. So I have a very important question for you. Did you cry when you saw her walking down the aisle? I didn't. And I didn't ah, cry. I didn't, Jordan. I didn't cry at the first look either. No. I See, you know, if I ever get married someday and I'm walking down the aisle and my – 
soon-to-be husband is not shedding at least a little bit of a tear, I'm walking back up and starting again. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. From the top. No. From the top. Uh, bop, bop, bop. Gabby had joked about it, um, and I thought I would. I don't know why I didn't. Um, but to be fair, like, I started the week super nervous. Like, oh, my, I thought it was going to fall apart. But by the time Saturday morning rolled around, it was like – Let's do this. I'm ready to go. Like, there were no nerves. Like, I was just like, let's get this over with. So, um, maybe that was it. But it do- it doesn't mean that I wasn't, like, internally crying. Yeah. Was she crying? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, how was the food? What did you guys have? I don't even remember. Uh, I really don't. Did you at least eat? You yes. didn't pull no, up? No, I, m- I made it a point to eat, um... It was kind of weird because we went up first with obviously our, you know, our bridal party and they had two people serving us. Like they had a, like a tray and we're like, they're like, oh, what do you want? And they put it. I'm like, let me get my own food. Yeah, exactly. It's like I paid for this. What did I have? I had I know I had sausage and peppers, uh, a little bit of chicken carbonara, some pasta with red sauce and then this pork tenderloin, which is really good. Um, but I didn't have any of the dessert. I had a little bit of cake. We had a ton of cookies. I didn't eat a single one. Hmm. But we were so – you don't realize how busy you get at a wedding until you're in one. It's like, oh, my God. We didn't even get to all the tables. Oh, no. So I just wanted to make sure you didn't pull a Marshall and Lily from no, how I mother. No, hell no. <laughs> what sucked, though, is by the time the night was over, we really wanted, like, Taco Bell or something. <laughs> Everything was closed. Um yeah, I mean it. It was uh, it was good. Um, yeah, I would never do it again. Hopefully, ever. Well, that's kind of the point of you know getting married and having a wedding is. Hopefully, it's the only one. We also work in radio, so um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of divorce in radio. If if you if you're not you know familiar, um, yeah, there's a lot of divorce in what we do. So um, I'm hoping you know this is. The last time, but we'll see. <laughs> that sounded so uh, confident, Jordan. <laughs> I, you just never know what's going to happen in life. You really don't. This is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. And uh, yeah, it kind of leads into our next topic about relationships and friendships and expiration dates. Yes. I said that really weird. Expiration dates. Expirations. Um, so for those of you who don't know, this is my birthday week. Woo-hoo. And she's all bummed because she doesn't have a significant other on her birthday. It's so I, it's so stupid. It really is. And I know this. It's so stupid. But this is like the first year that I, I haven't had one. And I'm feeling like really weird. And then like all my friends are going away this weekend. And I'm like, man, I'm going to have nothing to do. And I have two jobs. And mm-hmm. I took the entire weekend off from my other job thinking I would make plans with somebody or like do something, maybe go to like Six Flags or like have a beach day, but the weather's not supposed to be great. <laughs> it's supposed to be kind of crappy. Oh, are you friends... sure? Cause I checked today and I didn't see any rain. Are you kidding? Okay. So maybe mother nature's being nice to me. Let's, um, you know what? While you talk, I'll pull up the weather for you. Like all my friends are going away um and so i'm just really really bummed i'm like i don't even know what to do with myself i'll probably just like stay home 
play guitar, watch some movies, sleep, maybe you, go to the beach by myself if it's nice. You time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Friday, 11% chance of rain. Saturday, 11. Sunday, 9. Monday, 15. Okay, so maybe I'll find myself at the beach listening to music or something. Um, but because all my friends are going away this weekend, we're going to go out on Thursday night. I might be there. This, as you know, Jordan and I are great friends. <laughs> He's one of my best buddies. And I told him, I was like, you can bring Gabby. Like, bring your wife. Like, come out with me. Like, it's fine. You don't have to stay long. Just like a, an hour or so. Grab dinner with me. Grab a drink. And he taught me this exercise a while ago. <laughs> when you're not sure if you really want to go somewhere, you just say, I might be there. Because then you're not disappointing the other person. And as soon as he said that, I was like, you're not going to go. Like, I already know. Like, I'm not going to count you in the dinner reservation or, like, anything. I'm just going to be like, if you come, I'm like, oh, sorry. You had to sit on somebody's lap or something because there's nowhere for you to sit, buddy. <laughs> I'll just go to the bar. It's it's nothing against you, and I know you know this, but I just I don't know. Like I don't like I don't like doing things. I know that sounds terrible. It's just uh, during the week I'm just like oh, I'm good. I'm so good. Like people that go out on Friday nights. How do you do it? How? I'm asleep by like ten. Because it's I'm fun. I'm exhausted by the end of the it's week. It's fun, and we're young, and just like I don't feel you young. get it. <laughs> Compared to your 23-year-old butt over here. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be 24 in a few days. Ugh. But you know what? I already start, I'm already. i starting to feel older and older. It really starts to hit when you hit 26. Uh, Once so you're I off have, your parents' insurance and all that stuff, life just smacks you, you know right what? in the, the face. The thing is, like, some people like want to get older, right? I'm not actually happy about getting older. Like, I'm, If I didn't age anymore, I would be perfectly fine. The only thing that I'm looking forward to is cheaper car insurance next year, and that's pretty much it. But I'm not really looking forward to aging. I'm looking forward to, like, celebrating my birthday on Thursday with friends. But it's not even my birthday on Thursday, so I'm like, eh. Yeah. And le- until it turns midnight, which I'll probably still be out. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not gonna lie. I'll probably still be awake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for a while I was dreading 30. And then I started thinking about it, and it's like, your 20s are fun, but they're full of freaking struggle. I'm trying to find this thing that a friend of mine sent this morning while I burp. I'm trying to figure it out. So uh, while you're searching for that. I I'll, found it. I found it. Oh. <laughs> I think between age 21 and 29 is a phase of hustle, suffering, and smiling, depression, overthinking, wondering whether you'll achieve and make it in your life. 90s babies, hope you're all right. You will be okay someday. Hang in there. Don't lose hope. That is so true. I feel like... I'm looking forward to 30. Seriously, I'm looking forward to more stability in my life. Um, Not being called an old man when I do old man things. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I've been in my 30s for a long time. Like, okay, I'm just ready. Well, not to hop down a rabbit hole, but I'm going to hop down a rabbit hole. And what do you define as... Um, Old man shit. Um, you know, like enjoying mowing the lawn, um, <laughs> drinking bourbon at home alone. Okay, but I feel watching like watching SVU, <laughs> watching Blue Bloods and police procedurals, and but I feel like 
that's not like super old man things. I feel like that's like married life things. Yeah, I guess. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you are. You're married. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Because, like, okay, ask me what my hobbies are. I mean, I know some of them. But you got to ask me. What are your hobbies? Okay, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my TED Talk. Uh, um, so mine are very active things. So, like, working out, going to the gym... Going longboarding, singing, making up choreography moves, playing guitar, reading a play, watching. Right now, I'm obsessed with Manifest. I hate TV. Dude, get out. <laughs> I really don't watch it much anymore. It's just kind of on in the background. Oh, Manifest is so good. For all you guys ha who haven't seen it, uh, you really should. So, watch M Manifest, reruns of How I Met Your Mother, reruns yeah. of Friends. Yeah. Um, I love going to the beach. See, like so they're all very like, like young like, things. We've been camping lately. Um, that was I like camping. 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 I'm. I mean, I like going outdoors and that kind of stuff. I. I just. I don't know. I'm not into the like going to the club and all that kind of bullshit. Like, I don't know. Like, I just. I can't. Like, I can't do that kind of stuff. It's just. It's not me. That's why I was like, you should come to dinner. I mean, maybe I'll be there. He's not going, guys. We already know this. Watch me prove her wrong. You know what? Next Thursday, I'm going to be like, see. Oh, I thought it was this Thursday. Yeah. The next time we have a podcast, oh. I'm going to be like, see, because it's this Thursday. Oh. Yeah. After work. Be there or be square. <laughs> Can I be like rectangle? I don't know. Like be there for a minute and then leave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll come say hi and then just leave. Yeah, that's fine. Or I won't even say goodbye. I'll just Irish goodbye it and just be like, "Hey, how are you doing?" And then like five minutes later, George. Hey, guys, have you seen Jordan? He's about almost six foot, blonde hair, blue eyes. Anybody? He's gone. He'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, I, I thought you know. he was getting into his car like a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a story, not to get too off the rails, but um, I worked promotions in radio in Detroit when I was coming up in the business. And uh, we were at a bar called Old Chalet in um, Detroit. And if you've ever been there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But they've got three levels. And then they have like an outdoor area that they usually have like fenced in. So there was a DJ out there, and we were there giving something away. And this girl was all up in me, flirting with me and stuff. And Wait, hang on. All up in you? Or on me, whatever. <laughs> um, so it's like, you know, in that business, you kind of got to, like, flirt black. Back, did I just say black? <laughs> flirt back a little bit. Because um, I didn't want to, like, seem off-putting or anything, but I had no intentions of taking her home or anything. I was with Gabby at that point. So she was like, at the end of it, she's like, oh, do you want to like go out now? And I was like, sure, just give me a minute. I had to go. I got to go load up all this stuff into the 89X van. So I just loaded everything in the van and drove away. Oh, <laughs> my God. She was probably like, where did that guy go? She's probably waiting for you. And she was like, 
I think he literally ditched me. <laughs> I literally just left. I was like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm just going. <laughs> so at that time, that was like early stages of you and Gabby's relationship, right? Correct. Gotcha. Yeah. See, faithful to her from the beginning. Yep. Yes, I have. Yeah. Um, that's hilarious. But um, yes, my birthday. He got married. But yeah, we got to get back to that whole friendship thing. Okay. Relationship thing. Because um, we kind of got off the rails. But um, a wise person once told me uh, that every relationship and every friendship has an expiration date. So um, it's not always till death do you part. You know, sometimes it's a couple of years, sometimes it's a couple of months, whatever the case may be. But I think when you understand that as a person, it kind of changes how you look at the world, I think. So I've heard something similar. But when you said uh, my immediately my immediate thought when you said that was, oh, my God, that's so sad because I'm the type of person that like wants to hold on to everybody in my life. Oh, me and too. I have a really hard time letting go. I have abandonment issues for sure. Me, yeah, me too. Um, so my first thought is like, no, let me gather all my friends and just like hug them and like hold them close and like snuggle them in. But then at the same time, you know, I've definitely had friends where it was like we were really great friends for a season, like yep. literally a season of a year, like the fall semester. Or like we were great friends in the summer and then they just kind of faded out. And it's like. People come into your life for a reason, right? Whether it's uh, a lesson, I'm, I'm trying uh, to think of a the song. season. Um, There's a song from Logic. He literally says something about people are in your life for seasons. Like, yeah, for some people that's what it is, and for some people it's multiple seasons. Like mm-hmm. it's it's multiple years. It's multiple. Um, they see you go through multiple obstacles, and some friends or relationships. It's just. They're meant to be there for that short amount of time, whether to test you, to teach you about something, mm-hmm. to learn from them, um, to learn what I'm learning about in relationships um, is this isn't even like dating relationship, but friend relationships is like the people I want to surround myself with in life. Um, the quality of people that I want to be surrounded in my life and the type of person that I want to be. Um, because I've heard this thing where it was like the five most people, This I'm not phrasing this right, but the five people that you hang out with the most in life are going to be basically how you act. So because you can surround yourself with, with people and based on who you're surrounded with, that's how, how you will be. I have person. something right here for you. They say you pick up the worst traits of the five people you hang out with the most. So pick people with better traits than you and watch yourself grow. Yes, that's exactly what it is. So I'm constantly like I'm looking to think at of friendships. My five people. I'm like constantly looking at friendships and thinking about, okay, this is a good trait. It's a good trait. Not so good. Um, I'll just try, try to avoid doing that or thinking that way. Because you're right, like, if you hang out with certain people, you start to act like them. You start to think like them. It's just human nature. Well, and I was kind of telling you this, too. Like, you know, I don't have a very easy time making friends. I just, I don't. Um, I'm very jaded. I have abandonment issues because I've had really good friends that just walked away. Um, I just don't trust people. So 
Um, you know, I think one of the biggest things with my life is doing what I do, getting started. I kind of had to like pour myself into what I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't hang out with my friends a lot. And then I met Gabby and then, you know, you know how that goes. So it's like a lot of people's views of me have changed, but I haven't. They think I've changed, but I haven't. It's their view of me. So I saw this. If seeing someone else succeed makes you anything other than inspired and motivated to do the same, you should really reevaluate yourself and your surroundings. Like if you get angry by somebody else's success, you should reevaluate things. Yeah, I agree. Because that's saying a lot more about you you than the other person. Yeah. Well, it's showing that, yeah, it's a lot of growing that you need to do. Yeah. And, like, mature, maturity-wise, you're just not. I found I have found that Steve Harvey is a really good motivational speaker. Interesting. I just stumbled across a few of his videos on Facebook. And it was like, holy crap. Like, this is this is really good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think it's, you know, you know, going back to the friends, I think it's very important to – you know, really think about who you're surrounding yourself with. Um, you know, there's friends that I have, they're not in my inner five or anything like that, but they're purposely not because I know about their bad qualities. Yeah. And I can't surround myself with that. Yeah, I completely agree because I've, I've like met people that I was like, wow, this person's so cool, but I don't want to be like them. No. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the people that don't have motivation. Yeah, you know, they, don't make the great life decisions. Yes. Um, and You love those people, but you're like, mm. Sometimes this can actually be family, too. Unfortunately. Take it from me. Just because you're family with somebody does not mean you need to like them. Exactly. Or hang out with them or spend time with them. It's one thing that like is different like between Gabby and I is they're Italian. So family is so huge, so important. Even if people screw up, like, you know, they keep giving them chances and things like that. But it's just like, just because somebody's your family don't mean anything. Yeah. Nothing. So I'm going to open up a little bit here. Um, so I have several different siblings, um, but not all of them are full-blooded. My half-sister uh, has been through a lot in life. I know that deep down she's a good person, mm-hmm. but she's made a lot of Poor not decisions. great decisions. I'm not going to get really super into it no because you shouldn't and i wouldn't but um i love her and i know that she's a good person but the people that she hangs out with and the things that she does it makes us not have a great relationship because i don't want that in my life um and i don't want to go down a roller coaster of craziness that she went through so it makes it really hard for me to have a relationship with her even though like i wish that i did i know it's probably for the best we just stay in contact littered through Facebook. But other than that, like I don't have an actual relationship with her. And that makes me really sad. But like I said, I think it's for the best um, that I don't. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of those situations where it's just like, you know, you kind of have to keep people at an arm's length. Yeah. And one thing that gets me too is like people that don't understand like, how hard life is and like when you don't respond and stuff, they get all angry and it's just like, I need those people where I cannot talk them to them for a week and they understand why. Oh, or months. Yes. I, 
yes, I completely understand. You get caught up in your own shit. Sometimes I read a message and I'm like, oh, I'll respond to that in a little bit. And then I forget. ADHD, baby. Gotta ADHD. Gotta love it. I have that happen to me all the time. Okay, I'm full on disclosure. I'm the worst texter ever. Like, I'm so bad. Like like you just said, I'll, I'll open something. Feel like I responded in my head, but I actually never sent the send button. Yep. And then I'll get busy, like, playing guitar or cleaning the house or, like, doing something. And then I never respond. And then I see it sitting in my messages. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what they're up to. And I see, like, it was my turn to respond last time and I dropped the ball. So I've had it where people have completely bitched me out. And they're like, you're an awful friend. Like, you don't care about me. You don't care about anybody but yourself type of thing. And I'm like, actually, no, I just have a lot going on. Like, I have, like, three jobs, four jobs right now. I'm, like, balancing between that and hanging out with friends and trying to have a social life and, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G type thing. And it's like, I'm sorry that I didn't respond to your text. Um that doesn't mean I don't care about you. There's a thing that my friend Jody posted a while back. It was something about how basically technology and cell phones has made it to where people think that they can have 24 access to us. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, that's not the case. Like just yeah. because you can text me in two seconds doesn't mean I need to text you back. Yeah. I feel like. Especially with work stuff, people that, and I, and I am guilty. I used to do this as a kid. And when I say kid, I mean early 20s. Responding to work emails, off hours and stuff. I'm here to tell you, don't do that. Unless it's something dire that needs your response, it can wait until tomorrow. That's something I'm guilty of is like sometimes I will respond to a work email outside of work. And then I'm like, wait, I'm not even getting paid for this right no, now. No, you just wasted 10 minutes of your life. Yeah. And I'm like, I, that's 10 minutes I'll never get back. Exactly. So life is, or time is money. Money is time. Exactly. Um, yeah, I agree with everything that you said. Um, I also find myself, you know, thinking about work on off work hours, which is something that I need to, to yeah. fix. And I can tell you, I did that just up until, I don't know, a couple of months ago. You know, I would think about work all the time. Like it would just, it would eat me away. And then one of my bosses made a point. He was like, you know, you got to work 40 hours. And that's not just like physical. Like when you leave here, it stays here. You don't bring it home with you. You don't talk about it. It's done. When you walk out of this building, it is done. Until tomorrow. Yep. It's always going to be here. I, you know what? I will say one thing about work. I like our job. I appreciate what we do. But who the hell came up with a five-week work week uh, five and two-day week. weekend? You're insane. <laughs> Give me four days. I'll work four tens and, and then, then have three, three days, days off. off. I feel like that's a little bit more even, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah. Um, I tell you who came up with that. The person that didn't have to do that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. Um, you got to find that work-life balance. Um, Same with the uh, friendship balance, yeah. relationship balance. I And you were, I got sidetracked, but you were saying, you know, you can text me whenever you want, but like, that don't be offended. Yeah, don't be offended when I don't respond right away. And that's something that I feel like people don't often get. Um, like I'll respond when I can 
You I know? may never respond. <laughs> there are some people, if you text me, I may Savage. never respond. You usually respond. Yeah, but you're a friend. That's true. There are people that think they're my friend. Yeah. I hate, true. there is nothing more than I hate than that. That people, people that think that you're friends with and them. And they just text me out of the blue. It's been like two years and it's like, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing in my DMs? Yeah, like, mm, shoe, shoe fly. Um, shoe fly, don't bother me. <laughs> but I think one of the things that I was going to say is like, as I get older, um, you know, one of the things that I had a friend that I worked with in radio and she was a little bit older. She was in her thirties, which where we were, you know, she kind of got into the game late. And one of the things that she always used to tell me is like, you're so passionate about what you do. Like it's your life and everything, but I guarantee you by the time you hit 30, your priorities are going to change. I'm sitting here looking at 29 and work isn't life anymore. It isn't. I'm not going to live my life to come here every day. I'm just not. That's a good, I feel like that's a pretty good mentality to have because you have to also live. Yes. Like I love what I do. I love being in radio. I love being a personality. Like, you know, all of that is great, but I got to be able to live a life too. Yeah. You know, I have a wife now. Someday you'll probably have have kids. kids. (laughs) I want to get a dog here soon once we can get moved. So it's just like, you know. Which by the way, did you find a house? I have not yet. Okay. It's really frustrating. And it's scary because it's like, you know, do we really want to buy right now? Because you might overpay. But I also don't want to rent. So it's just like, mm, screw me, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I can understand. But you know what? Everything will happen the way it's supposed to be. Yep. It works out. Everything. And that's another thing that you got to learn in life. As long as you put in what you need to and you do the things that you need to do, everything's going to work out. It mm-hmm. may not be on your timeline, but it will work out. Yeah. And it may get messy to get there. I mean, I think about everything that I have and the people that I have in my life, um, you know, the financial situation that I'm in, the great job that I have, you know, none of it would have been possible if I didn't lose my job, you know, beginning in 2020. Yeah. It's been a messy ass road to get here, but it works out. So you just got to have faith and keep pushing through. And I'm, you know, I'm realizing more and more that, I'm not religious, but I'm getting spiritual and I'm believing in, you know, afterlife and that there is some other higher power out there. And I think, you know, the big thing for me was learning that you don't have to be the typical Christian to have these feelings. Mm -hmm. And I think when you realize that life can really change too. But that's, that's another discussion for another day. Yeah. We should talk about religious religion one time on here and just to, just to see what people say. Um, but I wanted to kind of take it back just a little bit because I found this quote um, and it was talking about people coming and going out of your life mm-hmm. and seasons and stuff like that. So the quote says, people come and go. Everyone ha- that's been in your life has been there for a reason, whether to teach you, to love you or to experience life with you. If someone comes into your life and has a positive impact on you. But for some reason they can't stay, don't mourn them for too long. Instead, be thankful that you had that time with them and that experience because it made you a different person. It made you grow from that, whether even if it were a negative experience. And that's something that I struggle with. Like I'll look back on either a a boyfriend that I used to have or a really good friend that's no longer in my life. And I'll get really sad that 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 I don't have them there anymore and it's more of like a sad feeling. But really, I should start looking at it as like, yep. 
wow, look at all the fun times we had and we did this and this and like I learned this and that. And I became who I am today. And without those people, the foundation of people bringing me to this point in time right now, as I'm talking to the people of Kalamazoo and with you, Jordan, I wouldn't be who I am today. No. And I know that's such a cliche thing to say, but it's a better outlook than just being like, oh, man, I really miss that person. I'm never going to talk to them again. Like, oh, man, you know, instead of being sad about it, just be grateful that you had them for that chunk of time. Here's the line that, and I didn't take this from anywhere, so if somebody else said it, I'm, I'm not ripping it off from them. People are put into your life for a reason, and it's up to you to find out why. I like that quote. That's a good one. So I guess, uh, I mean, it's using your, it's just using your, <clears throat> your intuition and, you know, your critical thinking and stuff like that. I mean, there's some people that probably come and go in your life and, you know, they were meant to be something bigger and you just never saw it. I mean, I feel like there are a lot of us out there that have that innate ability. And I think there's people that don't like I saw, I, when you're talking about, there's potential for people that are currently in your life or had have been in your life and you didn't see that. I think that's really true. I was listening to this quote where it was like, it was talking more specifically about dating and it was talking to specifically more women or it's like, oh, ladies, have you, um, you, have you, you're always wished for that, that guy to be around for you, that cares for you, that talks to you, um, like is like basically the perfect guy well he's probably always always been there but you friend zoned him and you just like didn't see anything else because you're like oh we're just friends I think that happens a lot and I think it happens with you know guys doing it to women as well yeah Um, guys that just want to sleep around and stuff and you know maybe if you took a time to give somebody a chance you never know what would happen yeah whether it be like a better friendship or like something more yeah i mean or happily ever after with a a a marriage yeah yeah i mean (laughs) whatever the case may be so um lots to chew on and think about for the next week um i'll update you to see if he actually comes out thursday (laughs) (laughs) that will probably be the diving point on (laughs) next tuesday yes Um, but yeah, I mean, in the meantime, take care of yourself. Uh, if you need help, seek it out. I'm going to say that at the end of every show now because um, I recently sought out help and I feel like me again for like the first time in two years. So uh, anything you want to add? Um, I just really highly encourage everyone to kind of look around the people that are in your life, the at least like five people, look at their character characteristics and make sure that you're surrounding yourself with good positive people so that you become a better version of yourself um and just be aware of other people around you and if friendships are expiring and there's nothing you can do about it don't be sad about it just control what you can control exactly and just be thankful for the good times of course um check in on those friends um make sure everybody's good but yeah well we'll see you next time Bye. Peace.